Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Offend to Offend, episode 54, the safe place where I'm allowed to speak openly about my criticisms of people and society. I'm your host, Frenny's Coupe, and I hope you'll remember that name until your dying days. Let's get into it. Whoa, whoa, we are back with the consistency. Every time I say that, I end up being not consistent. But I've been pretty much uploading once a week. And, you know, we just we just let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let, let me stop. Let me stop. Okay. I've been I've been listening to Tony Braxton. And like that that song Let It Flow event, it be hidden. It be hidden, okay? So you guys see the title of today's episode yes 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 and you may think what the fuck is this bitch talking about the arthritis foundation and then you may think oh Frenice has arthritis that's why she's talking about the arthritis foundation well yes it's true I do have arthritis unfortunately but I can live with it I can live with that shit and I just keep on pushing it through and like it's not a detail that needs to be brung up every five seconds because Arthritis doesn't define me. And you may think, why is she talking about the Arthritis Foundation? Why is she talking about the Arthritis Foundation? Why this time? I'm talking about the Arthritis Foundation because the Arthritis Foundation came to me. Okay? And this is at a random as unexpected time. I'm in the bar trying, you know, what do we go to the bar for? Not to have arthritis. We go to the bar to have a, a drink. Have a good old dance. Maybe dance on somebody. Maybe get danced on. Maybe throw it back. Maybe throw it up to the front, okay? That's why we go to the bar. We don't go to the bar to get harassed by people collecting donations for the Arthritis Foundation, okay? So, even even if it was a different foundation, I don't feel like it's right to kind of coerce, not coerce, uh, pressure drunk people into giving you money. It's, it's very manipulative, and it's it's just not right. It's not right. I feel like that's not good intent, and it's kind of counter, counterintuitive because you call yourself doing something charitable and great for something you care about, yet you want to manipulate drunk people. That's my opinion on that. But it's the Arthritis Foundation, okay? And I'm drunk, whatever, and they're like, oh, we're collecting money. You're, we're collecting money. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, what's what's it for? This motherfucker gonna say the damn arthritis foundation. Bitch, half of the people in line got arthritis, okay? Bitch, are we all got family members that got damn arthritis. Arthritis runs in the family. Arthritis runs in our decaying bones, okay? I got arthritis and I'm staying in the fucking line. And you collect the money for the arthritis foundation? Now, let me tell you something. I get it. Some arthritis can be more severe than others. I mean, my grandma literally had a knee replacement, knees replacements on both knees because her arthritis was so bad. So arthritis can be painful. But if you want to collect money from drunk people at this time of night, you can at least done something more serious like leukemia. Because, bitch, you could die from leukemia, okay? You know, some some type of cancer, some pancreatic cancer, some shit like that. But you collect the money for arthritis? Arthritis, like collecting money for childhood obesity. obesity. Bitch, just lose some weight. It's simple. Okay? 
okay, think about it. Who's gonna donate? Who's gonna donate? Okay, who's gonna donate if if you came if you come up saying, hey, I'm, I'm collecting money for obesity. Bitch, half people in line obese. Seventy five percent of the people in line is obese. Seventy five percent of America is obese. But we live with it, and we're still standing here. And clearly, we value drinking over our weight. So I think it's ridiculous to be collecting money, trying to manipulate drunk people out of this for this cause, for arthritis. There are more pressing issues in the world, and you want to collect money for some fucking arthritis. Please. Please. Please, okay? I I was saying please. Everyone in line was saying please. And and my arthritis and my knees, my knees, my joints were saying please, Frenice. We We know how to do this shit. Our president don't prevent me from doing shit. I do whatever the fuck I want to do, okay? And you, yeah, and this this is what we're going to be talking We're not going to be talking about arthritis all the time. But people letting these things control their lives. And certain things don't define you. You define you because you are not a victim of your circumstance, okay? So we're going to tie all this together. We're going to tie all this together. This episode is more so about... Uh, you deciding to rise against your challenges, you deciding to live with what you live with and power through, or you deciding to be a victim of your circumstance. No matter what it is, it don't have to be arthritis. I'm not telling you, hey, bitch, you got to have arthritis. It could be anything. But we're not going to be victims of our circumstance, okay? So today's 54th installment episode of Offend to Offend is called The Arthritis Foundation. Victim of your circumstance. Let's get into it. Alright, alright, alright. Let's get into let's get into the meat and potatoes because I have work and I fucking hate working and I'm tired, but let's get into this motivational episode for you guys, okay? Or informative or whatever you want to call it. First point is what I want to talk about is you know, why Why do we fall? Why do we fall? Why do we have all this adversity? And you look at other people, you're like, they ain't got to go through this. They had easier than this. Whatever, whatever. Why I got to go through this? Why do I go through this? Why do I have to? Why me? Why me? You ask the question, why me? And I'm a victim of this because as much as I want to sit here and act all high and mighty on you guys, no. <laughs> No, it just makes me human, but I sit here and I learn from my mistakes, and I get better, and I improve every day. And not to say that I don't slip up, because a few times, even these, these past few months, definitely, the hardest few months of my life, I ask why. Why, why, why? But that's a waste of time. You control what you can control. You you control what you can control. We can take it back. We can take it back for me. We can go to when I was uh, playing basketball um, in middle school, even the, the, the beginning of that. And I, I was willing to work hard. I was doing, I was willing to do anything. But, and I wondered, why can't I do AAU? I can't afford AAU. AAU is $300. You think I can afford that shit? No, I cannot. Why can't I have parents to go to every single basketball basketball game like everyone else? Why can't I have that? I, I go to every single game. I go to every single practice. Why can't I have supportive parents that go to every single game like everyone else? 
Why can't I do it? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Why did I have to injure my knee at this young age when I did nothing but work hard? Why me? Okay? And I could say that knee injury is the thing that, that defined me in my basketball career, but I did not let it. I really did not let it. Although I was in pain and it did play a certain factor, I didn't let that sit there as an excuse to drive me down into the ground. No, 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 I didn't. What I, I kept on working hard. I kept on pushing. And it, it is what it was, what it, what it was to be, okay? It may have been people around me talking shit about it, but I kept on pushing through. There's no point in asking, why me, why me, why me? The only why you need to ask is, why do we fall? And why do we fall? We fall. Why do we fall? Why do we fall? We fall because that fall is not what defines us. What actually defines us is what we do in response to that fall. Whether you decide to get back up, keep on pushing, and keep on stronger, that is what defines the type of person you are, not what happened to you. Okay? We're not here to be a victim. We're not here to be a victim (laughs) I'm not here to be a victim of my knee and arthritis. I'm not here to be a victim. You can live with that shit. You can control what you can't control, and I can control that. I can't control how much strength I want to get back into it. I I can't control how many hours I practice. I I can't control how I want to rebuild it. I can't control all that shit. I can't control what happened to me in the past, but I just let, I just keep on pushing, and that is what it is, what it was, Okay. You could come to school. We could go academics. Let's talk about academics. You could, you could, you could say, "I worked so hard to get here. I worked so hard to get here. I worked so hard to get here, and everyone here is so smarter than me, and I don't know what to do." Or you study. You you, you sit up here studying for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and then you get that test grade back, and you get a thirty three percent. Are you going to let that 33% define you? Are you looking, Are you going to let that 33% drive you to drop the class and never take it again? Are you going to let that 30% drive you to drop your major and choose the easier one with a lighter course load? Are you going to do that? No. Because <laughs> 33%, I say 33% because I got multiple 33%, okay? I've even got lower than the 33%. <laughs> and that bitch was not curved. Best believe it. Best believe that shit was not curved, okay? Did I let it define me? No. We kept it moving. We kept it pushing because it is It is what it was, what it is. And it don't matter what other people have. It matters what you got. And I controlled that. I can't control what happened to me like the my education I got in the past. I can't control, you know, that everyone is on a different level playing field to me education-wise. I can't control that shit. I can't control the fact that that I'm black and everyone around around me is is a you know I'm the minority here. I'm the minority here and I'm I'm getting done whatever. It don't matter. I can control how much I study. I can't control how much work I want to put in. That's all it is. It is what it is, okay? Okay, so we ain't going we ain't going to sit here and fall. We ain't going to sit here and fall. We going to get our asses back up. We going to get our asses back up. Period. It don't matter what it is. And sorry, I, I had to add period. Okay. And can we all go on to the second point here? Because I did say I wanted to make this a short episode. 
You can't be always making excuses for your circumstance. You can't always be making excuses. You can't. Uh, come on, because this is a time when excuses run out. It's a, it's a time where, again, it is what it is. It's, and it's always going to be that way. You can't control it because those are the uncontrollables. You sit there stretching about you can't. Make an excuse to always call off in life because life will pass you by. It will pass you by. And if you decide to lay on the damn highway, a semi-truck is going to hit your ass. It really is. It really is because life is not for those who make excuses. Those who, who power through each time. Those And let me tell you, excuses lead to, to laziness. Okay, don't put yourself on any lower standard just because of your circumstances because you grew up with that shit. That's that's what you've been through and that made you that built your character. That's that built your character. So you've been you've been through whatever you've been through and it made you a stronger person, it made you a more experienced person, it made you a wiser human being. Okay? Don't let that <laughs> Let it, like let that help you. Let it help you, and don't use it as some type of crutch, because that's just gonna it like turn out to laziness, 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 and you're letting that define you. You're letting that downfall define you. You letting that victimhood define you, and you shouldn't always be a victim. Example, <laughs> you know, it's it's like don't don't get me wrong, you know. I'm I'm here for it. Like I love my fellow first generation college students, but I do feel like some of them do let that define them in a way. <laughs> it they 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 let it define them, and that their literal the defining characteristic is that like okay, next <laughs> make make it make it excuses for for shit. So. So next, next, okay, next, whatever, okay, we're here, we're here, whatever, next. It's no need, it's no need for excuses, guys. It's no need for excuses. You just gonna keep, gotta, gotta keep on powering through. Like I said, you ain't gonna lay from the highway and expect the semi truck not to hear you, cause not, not to see you, because it's a bunch of blind spots in that bitch, okay? And they gonna run over your ass. So do you wanna get ran over? Just start making excuses, okay? I don't know if this is gonna help you. All right. So this third part is is very unfortunate and uh, sad in a way, um, but I'll get into it now. Explain my point for you guys, and hopefully getting personal with what you guys will will help. <clears throat> so <laughs> basically, in this world, whatever happens, see, no one no one knows what's going on. Everyone's going through something. No one cares. <laughs> the world literally goes on. You could have your worst day ever. Your life comes crashing down on you. But you step outside and people don't know that shit. People don't care what's going on about you. You explain it to them. They're like, okay. They don't know you. Whatever. These bi- billions of people on this on this planet, you, you think they're going to give a shit about what happened to you? People die every day. People have a bunch of bad days, but they keep on pushing through. And and honestly, no one cares. And that's the hardest thing that's... It's hard to accept. 
So, emotions. <laughs> I could have the worst day of my life. November 25th, 2022. The worst day of my life. And <laughs> did I want the world to stop? When my brother died, hell yes. <laughs> I just like, like, what the fuck? Like, why are y'all acting like everything is normal? My world just came crashing down, and this is business as usual. And you think this isn't fair? This isn't fair. One of the worst things that's happened to me is happening to me. Did I want the semester to stop? <laughs> Did I want the assignments to stop being due? Did I want to stop being scheduled for shifts? Did I just want everything to just like press pause, hurt, like hold up? This is the worst day of my life and I can't do anything to change it. I wanted all those things. But unfortunately, that's just not the way it is. And I may talk about strangers. But even with your friends or, you know, the distant relatives that weren't as close to, like, that they weren't as close to, like, the people you're close to. So they don't really see it as a big loss. And they just don't understand your pain at the moment. And they still go on. They still laugh and joke. They can say they care, but do they really care? Because their life is going on just fine. And you wish it wasn't. You, you wish, not, not to say you wish you weren't. You, you wish your friends weren't having, you know, a good day or continuing on with their life. But it just shows, like, life cannot stop for the uncontrollables. And I could have sat here and no don't, don't get me wrong. Very, very traumatizing. Very traumatizing thing that I'm still working on. But but if I decide to take a break and not finish school at this moment, come back later. Or just stop going to work. Or just stop doing my assignments. Stop showing up to class. The world is still going on. The only one that's getting left back is me. And I'm not here to get left back. I'm really not here to get left back. I'm not here to, to sit down and watch the world go past my... It hurts. Don't get me wrong. It hurts to try to push every single day. And everyone thinks everything's a fucking joke. And, you know, people... People see what you're going through. They don't say shit to you. Their world, their world is going on fine and dandy. It don't matter. It don't matter what the fuck happened to you. The world's still going on, but you gotta do it. You gotta do it. And like, this is not judging anyone who decides to to take a break after something like this happens. But that's just what I I decide. I decide I want to push through. I decide life has meaning to it. I decide. I want to push through because I will not let this tragic event define me at all. Time is not stopping, guys. 
I'm not going to sit here and be a victim. I'm not going to sit here and be the girl, the girl whose older brother died. I'm not going to sit here and let that. What can I do? If I need extensions, I get extensions. If I need to call into work, I need to call into work. But I'm not going to stop completely. I'm really not. <laughs> because everyone, like, this is going to this point, but everyone goes through shit and you don't know it. Everyone goes through shit and you would never know it. Those who don't know me would, would just see me walking around, cracking jokes, being me at the bar, chilling, doing my homework, and you you probably wouldn't have thought this to happen to me. Everyone goes through their own stuff. So it's best not to assume that you have it worse than anybody. It's best not to assume that shit. We deal with it how we deal with it. And I choose to be strong with it. I choose to be strong. And I choose not to be the victim of this circumstance that has happened to me. I don't know what everyone else is going through. It's not best to, to complain. And then think about think about you complaining about your mundane issues to a person that just had the worst fucking terrible day, terrible year, terrible months of their lives. But they walk around with a smile on their face. They be productive. They're a gracious human being. And their world is just fucked up and their life has changed forever. But you wouldn't know that because you're sitting here Taking your time to complain. Taking taking your time to make an excuse for every little minor inconvenience in your life. What's the point? What's the point? Don't let that shit define you guys. Please don't. Everybody's going through their shit, man. And life is going on. It ain't stopping for nobody. You know, and although everything in life, you know, it's not, everything could be going bad when you think this is going bad. This is going bad. What else can happen to me? I've, I've asked my, I've yelled that many times uh, during this, during these uh, past few months. I said, why me? What else is, what else is going to happen to me? What else is going to happen to me? But you have to sit down and think, what are the things that you do have? What are the great things that you do have? What are the things that you're grateful for? What are those things that you are grateful for? And I didn't think about doing this until um, this, this program that I'm doing over the summer. It said um, one of the assignments were to write down five things you're grateful for every day. And... I struggled. <laughs> I struggled. I'm like, what? Like, I'm breathing, I'm breathing, I'm breathing. Barely got asthma. <laughs> I got out of bed, oh, but my arthritis was acting up. Oh. But you got all this stuff that you need to be grateful for, and you're steady looking at the bad, and that's not, the, that's not who you want to be. That's not who you want to be. You're not letting that take power over you because there are many more aspects to your life that are great. That are good. That are alright. That are the bare minimum. That are ugly. That are cute. And that just downright fucking suck. But it's all of that. 
Not just that bad. It's not just that bad. So if you ever want to think what do you have to be grateful for, sit your ass down, get a pen, get some paper, and write. Write what you do have. Okay? Write write the good that that you do have. Because before you sit down <laughs> and, and and complain about your number two pencil breaking on the on the um on a piece of paper or, or some shit. And then the person you're talking to got stabbed in the heart 15 times. <laughs> is bleeding out right there. And then you're sitting there complaining about some, some stupid ass shit. And you're letting that mining companies run your life. I remember this one time, um, a coworker of mine. It was the dumbest excuse to miss work. And I find it quite hilarious and quite dumb. This person calls off often. This person's like... I had a bad dream today. Should I come into work? What? The fuck? A bad dream? You had a bad dream? <laughs> a bad fucking dream. I can't. I cannot surround myself around people who are so negative. I can't, I really can't. I really can't. Just just oh just be somewhat appreciative. Be somewhat appreciative. But guys, that's what I have for you <laughs> today. But on to Frenice's final thoughts. Whew, that, that was a rough one. I needed, I needed a, a slight moment there. Uh, un moment, un moment, minuto, minuto. Don't come for me, Spanish-speaking community. I didn't do well in the Spanish. <laughs> All right, on to Frenice's final thoughts, okay? So why I decided to do this? Okay, I, I explain why... I decided to have the authorized episode, but I just felt like it was some type of connection there. So it was a Thursday night when I went to the bar, um, when the authorized foundation had, had was, you know, came up to me and was talking their shit. So after I leave the bar, I was pretty, pretty hammered, man, as the white guys say. Um, and then these girls offered to walk me home. And they were freshmen. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's on, save them. I'm like, I could walk myself home. I've done this many times, many, many times as a professional alcoholic. I've done, 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 done this many times, okay? So, uh, they, they, we know we're walking home, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then we come across these white frat boys. And I guess they were rich. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> and one of the girls is walking me home. She's white. She she goes and she ends up arguing with the frat boy and she talks about how he's rich and and now he's entitled and how he's here on, on daddy's money and now she has to work to be here and then they're just she's just really yelling at this guy and the and the, and the guy that the smug frat rich boy is just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a little rich. You, you know that uh, the the rich laugh. Um, well, this is my that was my impression. But you have the the older guy, rich laugh. <laughs> yes, yeah. Where's the T? You know, shit like that. Okay. And then the the version I was doing before was was the little frat boy, rich boy laugh. Okay. And I was thinking, girl, really? And she got she got. 
emotion to a point. This bitch was over here crying. She was over here crying. Like, he made fun of my dad being disabled, and he's just rich. He's rich, and he doesn't understand. He's an entitled asshole. Like, girl, get over it. Who cares, okay? Some people are born into money. Others are not. Oh, the fuck? Well, suck it up. Live your life. Do do your thing, 21. Who gives a shit? Girl, it's so much worse things that could happen to you. Number one, a good thing. You're at the University of Illinois. Number two, you're able to go to the bar during, during the weekday. Number three, you're living in the most expensive residence halls on campus. Did, did you not, did, did you miss that part? Did you miss that part? Oh, but you saw the rich frat boy who had more than you. You can control what you can control. If you were born rich, great. If not, okay. Who cares? Who gives a shit? There's so many people here that are more privileged than me. And I could find some people that are um, less privileged than me. Whatever. Some You never know who has it worse than you. So I'm sitting here looking at this freshman girl crying. I'm like, I'm just straight up. I'm like, girl, if you let this get to you, then you're not going to last four years here. You're really not. (laughs) You're not going to last. I said, it's going to be people richer than you. It's going to be people smarter than you. It's going to be people whatever than you. But at the end of the day, you have to compare yourself to yourself and whatever your circumstances is, it makes you a stronger person. You have to not let that define you. You have to live with it and push through. Like, people live with arthritis. You can live with that shit. Live with the shit and move on. If you sit here fascinated on people who have more than you that are born into that, you can't control the situation you were born into. Okay? You can do all that shit. And I, look, and I sat here just to make her feel bad because that, that conversation was fucking annoying. Like, her crying over that shit. I said, <laughs> it was, wait, it was like a, it was like a whole moment from like fucking a Tyler Perry movie. Like it was like a monologue moment and I was drunk as fuck and I was just picturing myself in a Tyler Perry movie. I was like, girl, people have been racist to me. People have excluded me from groups and classes. People have called me a nigga. Not, no, they didn't call me a nigga. They called me a nigger. Even worse with the hard ER. People have assumed I ain't having money. People assume I can't pay my bills. People assume less out of me. People have fetishized me. I grew up with no money. You got money. You could be the minority here. You could be the minority here at this PWI, which you are white. <laughs> you're white, God. You're fucking white. You could be a minority here and people look at you and they just assume less out of you. They assume you ain't shit. They look at it, they look at you and assume you ain't shit. And you can hide the fact that that you broke. Because to me, she look like everybody else. Not not to say all white people look alike. They don't, obviously. But you you can hide broke. You can't hide black. You get over it. You push through. It is what it is. And I can say, I've been through all this shit. And 
It's my last semester. It's my hardest semester. And I just lost my brother. And I'm still graduating. I told her that shit. And what do you hear? Silence. Silence. Because people, you never know people have it worse than you. And what do you look like? You look like the entitled bitch complaining about some stupid shit because someone is richer than you? And you're crying over that? Come on, young lady. Fix it up. Fix it up, Arthritis Foundation. Fix it up. And don't get me wrong. I would love some nice medication for for this arthritis I have marinating up in here. When my bones was marinating up in fluid, that's how I got it. Can I get that? But that's besides the point here. Understand this. Live through it. It's your circumstance, and we ain't going to be a victim of it. You got to look at that shit and say, and next, and next, next, next could be good, next could be bad. But the things you can't control to make next better, then do it. Do it. You got one life to live. And I hate to sound like I'm a fucking motivational speaker, but I'm just speaking truth. I'm speaking facts. I'm speaking from the heart, and it is what it is. So I don't want to see any of you motherfuckers complaining about some stupid shit. About the next person. What the next person got. Why you worry about the next person? Do you want a fucking donation from them? Then why you complaining about it? I've seen rich people, people, upper middle class shit complain about how much more money international students have than them. It's always going to be someone complaining about something. It's always going to be that. It's always going to be that. I saw other international students complain about how, how other international students have more money than them. It's the same shit. You complain about what, but it's always someone that's below you. It's someone that has it worse. And how do you look complaining about it? You look stupid as fuck. You learn not to find you. So you, apparently, let me define you how you want to be defined. Let's, let's use the example of that girl. Instead of introducing her, her name, she's like, hi, I'm lower middle class white girl with a disabled dad. And I have to pay to go to school here. That's my name. Why are you letting that define you, girl? You have a name. And I don't remember her name because I was drunk. But that's how I remember her. Because she let that shit define her. That's the fucking definition. That's the shit you go on Webster's and you, and you see a picture of her. That's fucking her, okay? That's how she wants to, to define herself. But you know how I want to define me? How you want to define yourself? Think about it. Think, pause for a moment. I will pause for a moment. So I'll let you think about how you want to define yourself up in the fucking Webster's the Dictionary. Okay, okay, I was batting my eyelashes, so if you did hear sound, that's what it was. But <clears throat> how I want to define me, I want to define myself as Fernice. First of all, Fernice is in the dictionary. Fernice Patrice Coupe. Someone who doesn't let their misfortunes, their circumstances, define them, but rather enhances enhance I let I let my downfalls enhance me I let my circumstances my negative circumstances enhance me in every single way to make me the person I am today and that's why I would be admirable to some 
some of you guys hate my guts, but you're here listening and you got to this point, so you clearly have an obsession with me. But those of you who find me somewhat endearing, I'll say that's what drives it. And if you didn't know, my brother passed away. By the way, I carry myself. By the way, I live my life. By the way, I bring up others. Thank good I didn't let that define me. I'm happy that didn't let me define. I'm glad I, I, that did not define me. And you didn't see that. I'm glad, okay? That's all for today's episode, folks. Episode 54 of A Fan to a Fan. The Arthritis Foundation. Victim of your circumstance. All right, 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 all right. That is all for today's episode, folks. Thank you so much for sitting here and listening. I upload when I upload. It's been once a week so far. For any questions, advice, or just to chat with the beast, I'm nice and open just as your legs are. I do have an Instagram, and my DMs is open for non-stalkers, all right? And my Instagram is frenice.beast. And if you need me to spell that out, that is F-R-A-N-E-S-E-D-A-B-E-A-S-T. I think I spelled that right. Tell your family. Tell your friends about me. Please, please, please. I would love for them to hear my voice. But, guys, most importantly, please don't forget this. That, of course, I'm your host, Frenice Coupe. And... Always, 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 always be prepared to offend, to offend. Have a great day, night, or whenever you're listening. See ya.